Welcome to Unsupervised Learning. I'm Daniel Meisler, and this is a weekly show that explores the intersection of security, technology, and humans. I spend 5 to 20 hours a week consuming books, articles, and podcasts, which I then turn into a concise 15 to 30 minute summary and analysis. There's a summary episode every week, as well as periodic standalone episodes that are either me sharing an idea on a topic or discussing one with a guest. The goal is twofold, to keep you up to date on the absolute latest in security and technology, and to explore ideas that hopefully give you something to think about. All right, welcome to episode 203. Google has partnered up with Ascension, a chain of 2,600 medical facilities, in order to evidently legally gather health histories on millions of Americans across 21 states. The data is supposedly being used to train AI to recommend changes to care, but a whistleblower at Google came forward because they were concerned about the amount of data being transferred and the fact that nobody was actually being notified about this project. So I I think it's true that a, a whole lot of good can come from this research, but it's never fun to hear about massive efforts like this from whistleblowers. GitHub has launched a project called GitHub Security Lab to help secure open source software. They're basically providing like the bug finding tools, uh, bounties, and disclosure assistance to researchers looking to fight bugs and uh, get them fixed. China evidently hacked into the National Association of Manufacturers, which is a group that helps outline the policies for U.S. trade with countries like China. A famous hacktivist named Phineas Fisher is offering $100,000 to people willing to hack banks, oil companies, and other stalwarts of capitalist oppression, basically. And NSO Group and Halliburton were given as examples. Attacks against healthcare have jumped 60% so far in 2019. Bottom line, in my opinion, is that critical services are more likely to pay to get things back to normal and then make some great targets. A group of people protesting facial recognition in Washington, D.C. strapped phones to their heads, which were running Amazon's recognition software, and they held big yellow signs saying facial recognition in progress. And they're actually just walking through intersections in the middle of D.C. traffic doing this. Really like the spirit, but I feel like protesting facial recognition in 2019 is about as useful as protesting automobiles in 1919. SANS and Trace Labs are doing an OSINT CTF aimed at finding missing persons. Nightscope has a roving surveillance robot that they're renting to police departments and private private groups. Um, And this includes actually Hayward, California, which is pretty close to where I grew up and where I live. The robots move around and gather tons of data. I've actually seen one of these, similar to one of these at uh, Stanford Shopping Mall. And uh, evidently, it includes facial recognition, license plate readers, and wireless device tracking. I think this is a canonical example of tech that's actually super cool until it isn't. And the article here includes a link to the full internal slide deck describing the capabilities. They talk about how much data they can get and how much they can track people. Of course, there it's marketing instead of a sign of bad things to come. China just warned Sweden not to give out a a humanitarian prize to a Chinese dissident writer who's in prison in China for speaking against the government. They threatened countermeasures if they gave him the award. 
And Sweden basically told them to mind their own business because they believe in free speech. China has recently made it extremely clear what kind of world we'd actually live in if they were in charge. And it's hopefully becoming obvious that it would be a horrible place. Iran appears to have completely shut down its own internet as a response to internal protests over increased fuel costs. Evidently, it's going bad, uh, potentially up to and including riots. And uh, they're talking about it on social media. So Iran turned off the internet. Advisories, NVIDIA, Microsoft, Adobe. It's uh, that season of the month again. And uh, some Nautilus ATM flaws that allow you to pull money out of the devices if you're on the same network, which uh, this applies to business ATMs, not to banking ATMs. They were clear about that. Uh, breaches, Magic the Gathering lost a bunch of accounts, and Orvis internal passwords, uh, basically a leak of all the internal passwords used by the Orvis business, which is like, I think it's a lot of fishing and sporting good stuff. Reports, Momentum Cyber October Snapshot. This is a really cool report if you if you have not seen it. Malwarebytes, Cybercrime Tactics and Techniques, Healthcare 2019. This is the one talking about the increase in attacks on healthcare. And companies, Wire raised $8.2 million and moved its headquarters to the U.S. Technology news. Google is about to start offering checking accounts. I'm sure they'll actually be cool, but after reading The Age of Surveillance Capitalism, I have concerns about a world where Google can see everything for most people. Ford just announced its new electric Mustang line of cars, and they look actually pretty exciting, quite nice looking. I really like the designs, and I really feel like the momentum is switching towards electric now, which, which I think is great. Some people just trained an AI to look at heart data and predict whether someone would die within a year. The algorithm scored 0.85, which is actually far better than even trained cardiologists. And actually, they have a situation where they were looking at what a cardiologist thought was a completely normal heart rhythm. The AI predicted that the person would die within a year, and they did. And nobody here's the crazy part. Nobody actually knows what the AI is seeing that the cardiologists are not seeing. And this is kind of the power of AI is finding patterns where humans can't find them. With the growing number of streaming sites, people are deciding it's easier to just pirate content again. And uh, the Mandalorian show, the new Mandalorian show by Disney Plus, seems to be quite popular with that group. Photogrammetry. Photogrammetry, I think that's how you pronounce it, is a cool technique where you use multiple drone images to create a 3D aerial map in just minutes. Nike is no longer selling its shoes and clothing on Amazon. This is part of a big move by the new CEO, who I think came from eBay. They're trying to basically take their brand and experience back under their own control. And Amazon is fighting the Pentagon's choice to go with Microsoft for the Jedi contract on the grounds that there were political biases involved. Companies, Ping raised $13 million to use AI to help lawyers track their time automatically. Human News, Global Self-Reported Life Satisfaction for 2018. This is a super cool report. 
it basically breaks apart different questions about well-being and happiness around the world, right? Based on country, based on, you know, how much money you make, all kinds of stuff. Really, really cool report to look at. The FBI is reporting that violent hate crimes have reached the highest levels in 16 years. Around 60% were based on race and about 20% based on religion. For race, most targeted were blacks, then whites. For religion, most targeted were Jews, then Muslims. Facebook pay is going to be huge, I think, anyway, and author of this article also agrees. You basically add a card to Messenger, WhatsApp, and Instagram and be able to send money anywhere in the world. It's a massive push into businesses like Western Union, banks, and other money transfer apps. PayPal is no longer going to pay hundreds of thousands of workers on Pornhub. I'm really torn on this, actually, because some people are actually creators and others are really being exploited, and it's non-trivial to tell the difference. Bank of America Merrill Lynch says that we could lose 800 million jobs globally by 2035, largely because it's just getting cheaper to automate jobs away. Ideas, trends, and analysis. We need radiation exposure badges, like the people used to get when they work inside of a like a nuclear lab or a nuclear facility. They have this badge on their shirt, and they could tell you how much exposure they've had. If they have too much, they have to go home and you know let it cool down before they can come back. I think we need that for social media. So imagine you have to wear this badge, you walk around and uh, someone looks at your shirt and they're like, hey, wow, you've had too much. You need to uh, slow down and back off. Looks like Plato was right. Democracy really does lead to tyranny. Basically, once you have an idiot population, then you get a charismatic and or fear-inspiring leader who will control the narrative and drive things right into the dirt. And uh, Socrates talked about this as well. He talked about how you didn't want democracy for a ship because you wouldn't actually get the best ship captain. You would get the either the strongest or the most charismatic person who would end up with the wheel of the ship and they could just you know take it into bad waters or whatever and everyone would die. Um, basically, democracy doesn't guarantee an educated and logical populace but it does depend on one. And that's why it seems to be destined for a short life whenever it does surface. Because as soon as you get advanced enough to get democracy, the population gets stupid and then they bring in tyranny and democracy dies. The myth and magic of generating new ideas. And we're getting very close to be able to clone any voice and edit what it says with a common interface. I expect this to happen within one to two years. You know, it's already happening to some degree, but I mean, in a really commercially available, like online website or something. Updates, uh, beginner's notes on meditation. This is my new capture project documenting my journey into meditation. I capture the stuff I think I've learned in the top section. And then the questions I have down below in sort of like a journal format. And as I mentioned in the week prior uh, last week in the member episode, I'm leaving BMW and going to Tesla. If you are going to do the same, uh, and you should test drive a model three performance to be convinced you can, uh, you know, get into the newsletter here and use my referral code when you do. So I can get some free sun gas, which is basically charging miles. And, uh, I would appreciate if you did that. 
And I think the biggest jump to human-facing technology in recent decades is the ability to see a doctor using an app. I've had better doctor visits and switching to this than I've ever had in my life. I actually have a doctor I always use, same guy, like the last four times or whatever, super cool doctor. We just talk whatever for 15, 20 minutes. I mean, there's no limit. It's, it's a personal interaction, which is, you don't have to go in to be around a bunch of sick people to do it. I don't feel rushed. It's a very personal conversation. And um, at the end, he's like, okay, yeah, so you need this for sinus medication or whatever it is. And uh, he orders my prescriptions and they're delivered in like two hours. And I mean, I've been in Vegas before and unable to see a doctor. I wait in line for like four hours sometimes um, because it's dry down there. I get sinus problems or whatever. And then inevitably that turns into a sinus infection, right? So I've had to go to the ER and wait for two to four hours. I've had to go to a critical care clinic and wait two to four hours and then be charged. Like I went to the ER and got charged like three or $400 just to get a prescription. So this new model is insanely cool. And, and basically what I said on Twitter is this is the actual future we we're supposed to be building, right? Where you can take something that's as difficult as a doctor visit today and, and, you know, fraught with issues like being around sick people to address your sickness. Um, and, and the fact that <clears throat> doctors are rushed, like you see them for 10 minutes, five minutes, they don't remember you. They're just massively rushed. They're super angry. They're unhappy with their life. Um, they don't feel like they're giving people the care that they want. And that all goes away with this app-based system. You're just on FaceTime. It's way more private. And uh, you add that to actually having your drugs delivered, if that's available in your area. It's just overall massive win. All right, discovery. My friend Kat Valentine has a super cool project called Hack Attack Shoes. She basically had some time between pen testing slash you know, security jobs and decided to create some custom Italian-made sneakers for hacker types who need and appreciate comfortable shoes. So she basically got the idea because she heard so many people complaining about their feet at like DEF CON and Black Hat and that kind of stuff. So she designed the shoes herself and she actually has them made in Italy because she cares so much about the quality. So if you like quality sneakers and uh, supporting awesome hacker slash maker projects, you should absolutely check them out. My favorite is the Hack Attack, which is a red and black shoe. But the Freaker sneaker is pretty rad too. It's like a um, it's like a high top and it's greenish. But uh, definitely check it out. Just uh, type in Hack Attack Shoes. Backblaze's hard drive stats for Q3 2019. Ars Technica's five books to read. The 80-24 rule. And there's a child prodigy in Belgium that's about to graduate with a bachelor's in electrical engineering. Wish I was that smart. PageSpeed Insights, the newly updated best tool for doing page speed analysis on websites you develop. And Fuff, an extremely fast web fuzzer built in Go. Recommendations for the week. Test drive a Tesla Model 3 performance. Seriously. Like, really do this. Just go to Tesla Model 3 performance. Do it. You, you will be blown away. And check out my friend's Hack Attack sneakers. Aphorisms. It never ceases to amaze me. We all love ourselves more than other people, but care more about their opinion than our own. 
It never ceases to amaze me. We all love ourselves more than other people, but care more about their opinion than our own. Marcus Aurelius. I believe ads are not just annoying, but that their incentive structure can malign the content creation process. So if you enjoy the show, please consider supporting it directly for just $5 a month or $50 a year, which is too much for free. UL members get the newsletter every week instead of just twice a month. They get access to the archives. They get access to the UL Slack community, where we share ideas and links about the topics we discuss here. And they also get access to the UL Book Club, where we pick a book a month and talk about it live as a group. To become a member, just head over to danielmiesler.com slash subscribe. And thank you so much to everyone who's already a member. I truly appreciate each of you. We'll see you next time.